that lets you save a lot of people feel like they have to be in shape, which is fine, but the, but the person that's training you should live that lifestyle. That's my perspective. We don't teach anything. We don't live ourselves. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. Whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the world or as a podcast as well, we couldn't be more grateful to have you with us. Today, I'm talking about an interesting industry. <laughs> I'm talking about personal training. And I got the idea because I th- honestly, I threw up a reel on social media and I had some interesting conversations. So then I did a live about it on Facebook.com slash TrueFormLife. We're also on Instagram.com slash Drew Taddy. I'd like to have these conversations just to see what people think. And a lot of people haven't really thought about it. But the fact of the matter is, is that personal training is a failing industry. And I give reasons why. And I'll, we'll talk about it throughout the show. But some people were offended, of course. And some people didn't really believe it. And then others were in agreement. And that's okay. Everyone's allowed to share their own opinion. Everyone is allowed and should have their own opinion. So I'm going to tell you my ass for my angle and what I believe is going to be the future of personal training and why it doesn't work for either side, the trainer or the individual, and then what you can do instead. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so the basis of this conversation is personal training is a failing industry. Now, let me tell you why it's a failing industry. I'll tell you from the business side first, because I was a trainer for a number of years before I got out of it. Now, that doesn't mean we don't do any fitness anymore at all. (laughs) We've just transitioned online. And I know that some people like, oh, I got to have someone in front of me. I got to have a person. So, but stick with me here because I want to, let me explain myself. It doesn't work on the business end because to become a trainer, it's very low entry, which means there's little cost. It doesn't take a whole lot of studying. You don't have to take, like it's basically a weekend course. And that's how you can become a certified personal trainer before, like I was traveling, I was, I was a, like a world traveling professional athlete. I played all, I played baseball, played all over the world, Germany, Australia, from California to Florida, I played across Canada. And so as an athlete, I, I had personal trainers and I'll get into the benefits of having a trainer. But when I was in the gym, I was, I was working out in the gym, gyms in LA, and I would look around and I would see all these unhealthy looking, even overweight types of trainers reading from a book. And I was shocked. And the thing is like LA beach bodies, a lot of everything is self-image, right? So a lot of people feel like they have to be in shape, which is fine. But the the person that's training you should live that lifestyle. That's my perspective. We don't teach anything. We don't live ourselves. And it was just so eye-opening to see. But that was the need, right? Like the need was so, there's so much demand that, and it was a weekend course. I don't know, it was like 500 bucks maybe. Anyone could do it. 
and start making money right away in an area like that. Now, most people don't live in an area like Los Angeles where it's so abundant, like everyone needs or feels like they want wants or could use a trainer. But so, but that's the that's the beginning of it. Like as a trainer, and I feel like oh, it's easy to be. So people think it's easy to be a trainer. So they're like, oh, I'm going to go take this course and I'm going to start training at this gym. And the problem with that is, and it's with anything in life. If it's that easy to get into it, it usually sounds better than it is. So once you're in, once you're in it, you don't realize. Like first of all, the marketing courses, like they don't teach you about marketing in the course. One of the worst things they actually taught me was have a clear separation between your friends and your clients. Don't let your clients become your friends. And I thought, what a horrible thing to think. Like, I, like I believe our customers are our friends. Like, when I see our customers out in public, I want to talk to them. I want to know how their kids are doing, how their day is going. If we like, if there's anything we could do to help them, like, I feel like that's more of a friendship than a customer business relationship. And that was one of the first things. I feel like that was one of my biggest mistakes early on was trying to keep everyone at an arm's length distance and not being too personal or not being too involved in our people's lives. And and the truth is we want to be like, I want to get to know our customers. I want to have better relationships. I want them to be able to trust us when it comes to learning about nutrition or reading ingredients or when they have di- when we have someone comes to have digestion issues and they want to talk about diarrhea or constipation like that's what we do so people you have to trust you to talk about those intimate types of things that you don't want to tell anyone about and it's the same regard when supplements like are these like we have I just had a lady message me she said I'm worried about my kid and the supplements that he's consuming, would you mind coming and talk to him? Done. I sh- The next day, I showed up on her doorstep. She couldn't believe it. <laughs> but that's like that's who we are. That's that's the type of people we are running the business of true form, and keeping your customers away from you and not. I think you don't have that f- physical. You know, like a physical being or like that physical touch or like you know, like knocking on the door or like hugging one of your clients as a friend, not as like, oh, this is weird and awkward. So at any rate, they didn't teach you anything about being a human being. They didn't teach you anything about, and maybe they don't, like maybe they shouldn't. I don't know. They don't. So maybe they they feel like that's not their job. But what I'm saying is, is that you get into the industry, you're certified and then you're like, okay, how do I find clients? It's not that easy. It's actually very challenging to learn to market. When I started, I had no idea how to market. How to market. So you have to t- I had to teach myself. I had to read books and you have to go other places. But I feel like if a certification, so, so the certification wants you to keep renewing each year. And if you don't certify, then they won't, then the insurance won't. So they kind of work together. Then the insurance won't insure you if you're not certified. And um, so you got to be certified every year and they want you to keep paying their fees, which is which is fine. But I feel like if you're going to keep paying their fees, then they should probably teach you how to market so you can keep getting clients in and you should and you can keep paying your bills, which would be paying them as well. So that was a bit eye opening to me. Getting started is that you got a certification. Now you got to try to find clients and maybe that's going to a gym. Maybe that's starting your own business. Either way, it's very challenging. And then from there, a lot of people don't realize that personal trainers are working like grueling hours. Like you're, um, you're, I'm up early anyways, but at the time I, I wasn't. <laughs> you're up at five in the morning. You got a client at six. So because six to seven and they start work at eight. So you got to be done at 730 often. Some people started at nine, but 
at any rate, you're working early hours and then there's not a whole lot of action depending on your clientele during the day. So that at that time I was working on writing a book and I was working on our supplements and such. So there was other things that I was working on, but a lot of personal trainers, they're not necessarily entrepreneurs. They just work for a gym or they just want a couple clients to pay some bills or they're doing it part time. Like there could be a, a, a parent or they could have a regular job and they need a supplemental income. And that's one of the other aspects is that in most cases, as a trainer, you, can, you can't afford to not have another job. So most trainers have a, have a part-time job or they have a full-time job and then they're doing personal training in the evenings or weekends. And that's another point that I wanted to bring up. So if you're working early in the morning, then everyone gets off work at five or six, then you got, you got seven clients from seven to nine, and then you're up early again to do classes. So all I'm saying, like, it's, I'm not saying like, it's, it's a tough lifestyle is what I'm getting. It's early entry. It doesn't take much to get in. You don't know a whole lot about the industry. Once you get started, you're working these crazy hours, then you're trying to figure out what to do during the day. So you get a part-time job if you're not working on other, other products or services. And then you realize, oh my gosh, then you have, then there's difficult clients Like clients don't show up and they still, and they don't want you to charge you. And then you don't, so they don't show up, they cancel at the last minute. And then if you charge them, they get all upset because you can't book someone else in that, into that spot, obviously, if they cancel at the last minute. And then it, you, so you're losing out on that money. And if you charge them for not showing up, they get all upset and they want to leave. Then they, they don't want you to be their trainer anymore. Then they don't want to pay you anymore. So it, it, it's very complex. I don't think most people realize it. So that's the behind the scenes of what that looks like for those interested. Now, the other side of it is the client side of it. So for a client to see results, the, they need to be working out probably five days a week. I think that would be a good a good mark. Not two. Two is like I'm just trying to get active. Two is like I'm trying to get my heart working and breathing better and it's not going to do a whole lot to see results. I know people don't want to hear that right now. Then three might three would help. Three working out three times a week would help you maintain whatever level that you're at. And don't get me wrong. This this is working out at the gym. There, I'm talk like you should be doing. This we taught we teach lifestyle. You should be walking or, or running, jogging, biking, hiking, and then swimming. Just being active. Bicycles, skateboards volleyball on the weekends like you should be active i'm talking about specifically working out with the trainer at the gym so three days a week would get you help you stay consistent with whatever you're at where you start to see results is four and five days a week so what i would tell my clients is and what we still teach today is like you, you could go to the gym at least two probably three times a week and then the other day is some type of cardio. So you need at least two or three other days of going for a run, jog. It could be an extra workout if you want. It could be a gymnastics type of CrossFit. It could be cross training, biking, like a, like I was saying. But you got to be active in doing something five to six times a week. And the problem is it's the opposite. People might be active twice a week. So they don't see results on top of that. You're only seeing your trainer probably twice a week. You're looking at fifty to eighty dollars, depending on where you live, a session. So if you're do doing that twice, let's just do easy math for fifty bucks a session. That's uh, it's a hundred bucks a week times four. That's four hundred bucks in personal training a month. That's a lot of money for a lot of people, and that's at the low end. 
you're probably looking at much more than that, to be honest with you. But that was when I was training five years ago, <laughs> personal training, probably five years ago. So I'd imagine the prices went up, like everything is going up right now. But so for you to spend 400 bucks a month and only see your trainer twice a week, one hour each, that's only two hours a week. And that's the only time you're seeing someone. That's the only time you're getting support. You're learning about fitness. And my other aspect is that most trainers know a little bit about nutrition. They don't know enough about nutrition. They could like help you like, oh, stay away from sugar and don't eat so many carbs or like that's not super beneficial they can write like a rough meal plan but you have to know specifically like exactly what you're talking about when you're looking at ingredients really you're looking at portion sizes when you're looking at uh, supplements like it's it's a whole thing i guess we've been doing it for years and i see people advertising on social media and i look at what they're teaching i'm like what do you it's like the canada food guy if you're in canada which doesn't work and then I'm sure the U.S. has something similar, which is nonsense created by the government who has no idea what they're talking about. When, like, if if they knew what they were talking about, when everything was shut down, they wouldn't have shut down gyms because we need gyms for mental fit, mental clarity, and mental health and a physical fitness. We needed that more than anything. We needed gyms to be open, but the government said, no, we got to close down gyms, right? What the government could do even today, what's happening, I just saw something, just saw a clip in New Brunswick. I'm, I'm, those of you that may, might be new or not quite sure, I'm recording in Canada. We spend time in LA as well, so I know quite a bit about what happens on both sides of the border. Not so much overseas. <laughs> I know we have people in, listening in Australia, in Europe, but at any rate, that's so in new brunswick eastern canada they're talking about this huge um issues with nursing so obviously we know what happened they fired a bunch of nurses for not being vaxxed absolutely ridiculous and now they're still seeing the effects of people lined up outside of hospitals not getting surgeries uh you're outside of clinics of course doctors aren't taking new clients new like uh, like family physicians it's an absolute mess created by you guessed it our government how could they not what they should do not one single person should have lost their job because of being because of um pressure like pressure medic medical pressure like not one single person should have lost their job and the most important people are nurses and doctors are caregivers they were losing their jobs or they were forced to take something they may or may not have wanted absolutely ridiculous and so now the hospitals are upside down they're still a mess and they're they're not there's no apologies there's no accountability there's no like oh maybe we shouldn't have done that what they should do is knock personally knock on every single nurse's door offer a personalized apology compensate them for wages lost and welcome them back that's what they should do that's what change our new epidemic of uh, hospitals and and probably not farm like we got po we got pharmacies popping up all over the place it's a gold mine now everyone's got to be on medication so that's why that's probably a different rant or a different angle of talking about like that's and that's our government that's talking about what we should be doing around around nutrition which is at bonkers if you ask me so clearly i don't feel like they know what they're talking about or if those, those trainers that are trained under the can of food guide uh-uh you're going the wrong direction that's the wrong that's the wrong place so then that, that so that was the third aspect of the nutrition like you need someone 
that can handle your nutrition and can teach nutrition and can look at your food journal or we call the success journal on a regular basis to tell you have a little bit more water you're eating out too often you're having too many carbs or you got to add some healthy fats most people need more veggies like you got to get those antioxidants so and that's the other problem with personal training is that in most cases the trainers know a little bit but they don't know a ton about it they they just know what they've learned in a couple pages from a book or from what they saw on social media <laughs> which sounds ridiculous but it's it's true so but but don't get like i said don't get me wrong there's other aspects that are positive and beneficial like for example if you're brand new to working out or brand new to a gym like early september is a good time early january where most people are like most people treated their bodies like absolute trash during christmas and during the summertime they've got to get back into a routine so that's when they go to the gym that's where they, they find people like us and like i can't like i got digestion issues i feel horrible i just gained 10 or 15 pounds so that's when it's a good time to see a personal trainer if you've never been to a gym if you don't know what you're doing if you don't have a program you need a program you need to know what you're doing and most people don't unfortunately which is why they only start for two or three weeks and then quit because they don't have a plan they don't have anything to follow they don't have short-term medium medium term or long-term um, goals or programs or plans that they can execute so those are good times if you have no idea what you're doing at a gym you should hire someone to at least show you what you're doing and then if you're an athlete if you're a fitness competitor if you're a high school college athlete if you're a professional athlete olympian if you're a high level athlete it's a of course it's a good idea to have a personal trainer like that's what they do they can help you become a better athlete so i'm not saying that there's no reason to have a, a personal trainer i'm just saying there's very few reasons to have a trainer it doesn't work very well for the trainer so you have a hard time finding someone that you can trust because a lot of trainers start for a couple years and then quit or maybe they're in for five six years and then they're like this is too much you're not getting paid enough to work those hours and you're more of a counselor than a trainer and it was just fine a lot of people but they don't realize that right people put a lot of weight on your shoulders when they come to you and people gain weight for different reasons and it's rarely because of just food it's because of stress it's because of uh, your lifestyle it's because of what's happening in your life home life work life all this stress weighing on your shoulders causes you to eat uh, unhealthy foods or sugary high fatty foods processed foods lack of knowledge as a whole so that's probably for a different show but there's a whole line of reasoning why someone is overweight and that has a lot to do with me their mental capacity and what's happening mentally and mentally causing physical anguish on their body so as a trainer you're also a psychiatrist <laughs> which, which i actually trained a uh, personally trained a psycholo psychologist and she's like oh my gosh i can't believe how much psychology you know and i was like well i took a course in university but i also i also read I'm, i love to read i read all about the mind but i also have been training people for years by the time i saw her so i already knew how to work with people how to talk to people how to how to help them manage their mindset so it wasn't a new thing for me at any rate getting getting back on track here is that there are good reasons there are a couple good reasons to have a trainer not many trainers probably they usually don't last long in the industry for reasons i just listed and the future what i'm getting at here is not one-on-one -on -one personal training the future is holograms <laughs> whether you like it or not i'm not a huge hologram fan I'm not, like, I don't love technology. It's great when it works. I'm not like a super phone person. At any rate, I'm just like, I'm stating facts. Like this is what's happening. You've seen people 
Like, have you seen mirrors where there's a hologram of someone working out in the mirror that you like, you use an app or an I, a tablet, iPad, and you plan your workout. There's someone in the mirror working out. It's like a video, right? But it looks like a real person and you're working out in the mirror in front of them. That's the future. And the future is now. It's happening. It's not going to be coming here soon. It's not like if one of those featured movies coming soon. It's here. And so you look at those people on the bikes, like you have uh, whatever type of cardio machine, you got those bikes and you have someone like a, you have someone there that's like, uh, like a hype man, <laughs> you know, in boxing, they got a hype man, like you're the champ, you can win, you can do it. That's what they're doing on the, on this bike. And it looks like a real person. It's like a video or a hologram. And they're talking to you the whole time. They're telling you when to speed up. Like that's the future because you don't have to leave your house. You don't have to travel. There's no extra cost. There's no waiting in traffic, gas, parking. It's unlimited. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of interaction, like human physical interaction, being in the same room. I'm just, and this is what happened when I put this on social media is people kind of, I didn't feel attacked, but they were just saying, well, that's, we need to be in front of people. We need this. We need it. And don't get me wrong. I'm on board. Like you should, we should be in front of people. Like we need human connection. We felt it in the lockdown, what it was like to be isolated. The worst thing that they could do is isolate a person. The worst punishment in prison for the worst criminals in the world. They offer them isolation when they don't behave themselves. And then, of course, they have mental breakdowns. And we humans weren't meant to be on their own. Humans were meant to be in tribes, in groups. Um, they mean, they, they're meant to work together, to live together. So when that isolation hit, when I was saying earlier in the show, like that was one of the worst things that could have possibly happened. We know that lockdowns, and we now have research that lockdowns did more damage than the actual virus. So we need people. But I'm saying the future is here. It's coming in holograms. It's coming in videos. It's in mirrors. It's on your exercise equipment. I have a friend that lives down the road, and he he bought some type of like cable equipment. He can hook up an iPad. They do the workouts with you on the machine. So that, and then I was listening to uh, Zuckerberg. He's the Facebook guy, a founder of Facebook. And he was talking about these vert, like virtual fighting, like, and uh, these sunglasses that do certain things. Like you can check your social media with your sunglasses. Like it's, it's crazy what's coming and what's here. And the health and fitness industry has moved faster than most people have thought to actually bring holograms to people's homes. So that's what I believe the future is going to be. I, I do believe that personal training is a failing industry, but I also believe that if you could find a, a gym with that has, has built a really nice community, you can work out with people, that's a better option. I feel like if you, that's, that's one of the reasons why we, I moved away from the gym, to be quite honest with you, because I was like, personal training is not working. I'm not seeing the results I want to see. I don't get the chance to see my clients often enough. They're not working out on their own and they're not doing nutrition on their own or they don't have enough nutrition knowledge. Twice a week was not enough of that. So I brought my super scary. I think we did this like seven or eight years ago. We still have our fit fam online now. And what I said is we need a supportive community to see results without question. And it can't be an hour or two. It has to be other people's perspectives, opinions, conversations of what you can do to continue to live a healthy lifestyle when you're not seeing a trainer. So I created an online group and said and had open conversations. We do this all day long to this day. What you need is nutrition support all the time. Not one person to look at your nutrition journal 
one time or sorry, twice a week. So what we do is we create meal plans. We create meal plans. We send them out on Friday and then we tell our audience, we tell our, our FitFam members to go and get groceries on Saturday, meal prep Sunday and get ready for the week. It's what we do. We take all the guessing out of it. That's 100% support. If you have any questions, if you need to have a need to have a, uh, an ingredient, where to buy it, um, how much to pay for it, we, we cover all that. And then we do, Dorothy, my wife, does cooking work, workshops. So once a week, she has a live show, and she teaches our audience, our, our private membership group, how to create a certain meal. So you have the, the support, you have the nutrition, and the workouts. We do two live workouts a week, and then we also do video recorded workouts. Same thing with support. People come in and work out together, having conversations in between sets, asking questions about form, hydration. It's all there. So what I'm saying is that's why we created our FitFam online because I knew that personal training wasn't getting the results that I was looking for for my clients. Then on top of that, one of the things that was most interesting that we first, that I kind of am just getting to is that I didn't realize how well supplementation could help people. And don't get me wrong here. I'm, I believe in food. I think people should eat a well-balanced diet and need to eat a well-balanced diet. You need to put fermented foods in your body to help with digestion. You need greens for antioxidants. Like I'm talking about vegetable greens for antioxidants. And, and like you got to have good quality proteins. People eat the cheap proteins because it's on the discount rack. And that's not getting them the results. And I, re I really started to see like, like incredible, maybe just a couple of years ago, I was just were getting all these crazy messages of people changing their life through nutrition. And it was not through, through supplementation. It was absolutely amazing to see. And I thought the only way I could find results from my clients was, to, was through personal training. Then we got, then we got our FitFam going online. And um, we started to offer different supplements. And it was incredible to see the results. So activated charcoal is one of our better selling products. People have people eat low quality foods. Like you can't get around it. You get eat marshmallows when you're camping, bags of chips on the weekend, pop when you're watching a movie. Like that's just how it goes. You're going if you're gonna do that anyways, you may as well protect your digestive system. So what do we have is activated charcoal. Most people don't eat enough greens throughout the day. We know they're not getting their antioxidants to help heal their body and fight free radicals. We know they're not having a salad every single day. You're not having a green smoothie like we recommend and, and have ourselves. So if you have greens like spirulina, we we recommend having in the morning, then chlorella in the evening to help detox it's binding detoxing they both have 40 vitamins and minerals in them you're getting the antioxidants you need from the greens so that's another aspect you're getting energy you're getting digestion you're helping out in in different ways we have a high quality protein supplement people aren't getting enough protein so they can't heal their body they, they can't heal their muscles after a tough workout so we got a good quality protein people are taking the protein it, it's just been amazing and then our magnesium is a whole different line of helping people through energy and digestion and healing and sleeping and chronic pain. And I'm not, I'm not telling you you have to use supplements. I'm just saying that it's opened up a whole world for us that I never thought possible through supplementation because I was so involved with food. Like I love food. I do we teach people how to create food, how to eat food, how to make food, how to store food. But 
the the problem is the majority of people aren't going to do everything that you suggest <laughs> like storing glass containers instead of plastic containers stay away from rancid oils like use mct oil instead of vegetable oils or seed oils like people aren't really going to do that so you have to help them help them protect their digestion through um like i just said charcoal and and um Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Through charcoal and chlorella, for example. They don't have the energy, so you got to help supplement with magnesium and spirulina, for example. So it's just what we found, and it's I suppose it's probably an easier answer, answer for the majority of people than to stay away from that kind of food altogether but at any rate that's what i have for you today that's where i believe the industry the wellness industry is going i mean my gosh they have fridges that can tell you what's in their your fridge and what you can prepare like what what you can like technology is crazy like this is what's in your fridge they have an app that will tell you when it's going to expire and what you can prepare with that certain food like it's taken basically all the guesswork out of it you can just use technology which i'm not a huge fan of but that's where I feel fitness is going. I don't believe it's old school personal training anymore. I believe it's going to be the apps. It's going to be, if it's not already, you know, the videos and the holograms and the mirrors and the online support groups. Another aspect I didn't mention was that my my train my my personal training certification did everything but knock on my door and make me come back. So I gotta believe that, or ask me to come back. But I gotta believe that they they got a they got hit with a huge loss over these last couple of years. People were starting to realize they didn't need trainers as much. They can do online work. Trainers started to realize they can do other things instead of just be a trainer and probably enjoy it more. And then the um the the fitness industry or the gyms realized that they may not need trainers as much as they they do or have. So. Um, it's been an eye-opening experience. The world is changing so fast, and this is just the world we live in. We're just trying to keep up and um, do the best we can. Thank you so much for joining us. If you want any details about our FitFam, shoot me a message. I, um, we're easily accessible on all social media platforms, and um, or just go to our website, trueformlife.com, or exploringmindandbody.com. If you find the Contact Us page, you can leave an email or you can call. And we'd be happy to talk to you about more details. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.